Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. That diversion point now, 395.95 on the Virginia side, each running without delay. Same with 66 in both directions. And Maryland side, briefly slow northbound BW Parkway, Riverdale to the Beltway, and then beyond the Beltway, the pace is good. And 95 and 270, each running well, as does 50 out to the Bay Bridge. WTOP Traffic Center is uh, presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Okay, Bob, it's Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. Clouds on the increase this evening, turning mostly cloudy with your temperatures dropping through the 40s overnight, about 32 to 38 degrees. We'll have some patchy fog and stray showers and watch for anything that could be freezing prior to 9 a.m. So watch the elevated surfaces. Tomorrow afternoon, just shy 50 degrees with a slight chance of showers in the afternoon and evening. I'm 7 News. Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Tonight in Georgetown, 42, Bowie, 36, Leesburg, 38. Kind of warm compared to what we've had, but we will be down to the freezing mark tonight. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up here on WTOP, campaign 2024. The polls in New Hampshire have now entirely closed. We have Donald Trump with a 10-point lead so far over Nikki Haley, but many more ballots to count. The latest from CBS News in seconds at 8.15. The Washington Post joins us live from the Granite State with where things stand tonight. The daughter of the former director of national intelligence has had her murder conviction tossed out by a Maryland appeals court tonight. And Park police officers will not face criminal charges in a case. 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. All polls in New Hampshire are now closed in the first in the nation primary, where CBS is categorizing the New Hampshire Republican race as leaning Trump. I'm at Piper in Manchester, New Hampshire. Republican primary voters CBS News spoke with at polling sites throughout the state say two issues were tops for them, the economy and immigration. They say they are unhappy with how things are going in the country, including about a third who are angry about it. It's why Chris says he's voting for Donald Trump. Just look at what he did last time as president. Okay, you know, I think people can't be so soft. I hate to say that, but we live in a scary world. And, um, you know, right now we need to make some uh, hard decisions. But rival Nikki Haley does have support here. Time for a change. Time to get the border taken care of. Time to take a the debt this country's in. I think she can handle it. New Hampshire's Secretary of State projected a record turnout at the polls. President Biden delivers a speech in defense of reproductive rights as his campaign for re-election heats up. CBS's Linda Kenyon reports. The chants from ardent supporters encircled the speech and provided cushioning from frequent interruptions by pro-Palestinian supporters. The president, appearing somewhat annoyed, pressed ahead with his message to restore abortion rights. The person most responsible for taking away this freedom in America is Donald Trump. And Mr. Biden added voters can bring it back. With your voice, with your power, with your vote, we can restore the protections that have been around for over 50 years under Roe v. Wade. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, the White House. A day after striking targets in Yemen, the U.S. has bombed three locations in Iraq used by Iranian-backed militias. CBS's David Martin has more from the Pentagon. The militias have conducted more than 150 attacks on U.S. troops since Israel invaded Gaza. But this is only the seventh time the Biden administration, anxious to keep the war from spreading, has retaliated. 
Boeing says its 737 factory teams in Renton, Washington, are holding a quality stand-down on Thursday to take part in working sessions focused on quality. The company says it's the first in a series of stand-downs and comes after some of the company's planes have been subject to inspection after the mid-air blowout of a door plug on an Alaska Airlines flight. The Baseball Hall of Fame 2024 class is announced. More from sports reporter Erica Herskowitz. Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, and Joe Maurer are headed to the Baseball Hall of Fame elected by the Baseball Writers Association into the class of 2024. They join manager Jim Leland, who was selected by the Contemporary Baseball Era Committee. The induction ceremony takes place in Cooperstown on July 21st. The Dow closed down 96 points. NASDAQ jumped 66. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. 803 here on WTOP on this Tuesday night, January 23rd, 2024. Rockville 36, heading down to the freezing mark in place. And good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top stories we're following. Breaking news on WTOP. They have just called it. Donald Trump is projected to win the New Hampshire primary as a rematch with Joe Biden appears increasingly likely. The Associated Press projecting tonight Donald Trump has won the New Hampshire primary over Nikki Haley. I can get into just a few numbers here to let you know that not even 20 percent of the vote is counted yet, and uh, yet the people uh, that are adding and crunching all the numbers feel confident enough to project a Donald Trump victory. Donald Trump with 54% of the vote right now to Nikki Haley's 45%. As I say, only two out of uh, every 10 votes have been counted so far in New Hampshire, but the projection is now by the Associated Press and some of the networks that Donald Trump has won the New Hampshire primary. Again, the size of this lead may tell us a lot uh, and the size of the victory may tell us a lot about whether it's all over so early in the primary process. We're here for you, your election source, WTOP, with frequent updates and analysis tonight. Let's dig into some local news here. At one apartment in Prince George's County, police say were able to take a whole lot of drugs off the streets. WTOP's Mike Marilla reports it only happened last week. I don't think we knew exactly what was going to be inside the apartment uh, when they made the uh, entrance. And last Thursday, Deputy Chief Zachary O'Leary with Prince George's County Police as detective serving a search warrant at an apartment on Hamilton Street in Riverdale found nine men, three guns, cocaine, and thousands of fentanyl pills. This was a dangerous scene for officers, and they took nine suspects into custody without incident. And he says the Prince George's County Police Department was able to intercept nearly 14,000 fentanyl pills before they were able to be sold on our streets. All the men, most of whom are from the county, are facing a long list of drug charges. In Upper Marlboro, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. The murder conviction has been thrown out tonight for Sofia Negroponte. She's the daughter of former Director of National Intelligence John Negroponte, and she was convicted of stabbing her best friend to death about a year ago. Negroponte went to prison for second-degree murder and the killing of Yusuf Rasmussen in early 2020. But now the appellate court of Maryland has sent the case back for a new trial, saying the jury should not have seen parts of an interrogation video showing police questioning Negroponte's credibility. The court also says the jury should never have heard testimony from a prosecution expert witness who's also questioned her credibility. Next, we turn to a group of 
Park police officers, four of them, no criminal charges will be filed against them in connection to a deadly police chase on Benning Road in Northeast D.C. two years ago. 29-year-old James Herndon of Hyattsville was killed after that chase. The U.S. Attorney's Office for D.C. says there isn't enough evidence to pursue criminal, civil rights, or other charges against the officers. During the night of the wreck, D.C. police were trying to conduct a traffic stop on Herndon. He was driving a three-wheel Can-Am sports motorcycle. They believe that he was a wanted murder suspect. Herndon took off leading D.C. police, and at the request of D.C. police, U.S. Park Police officers on a chase. Herndon lost control of that motorcycle and crashed and was pronounced dead at the scene. It's 8.06. We continue to work now to connect the dots on big developments impacting local education in a story first heard on WTOP. We've been telling you Montgomery County School Superintendent Monifa McKnight made public the effort by the school board to kick her out of that job. WTOP's Kate Ryan reports that as this continues to unfold, the school system is out with a reform plan. The Montgomery County Office of the Inspector General is still at work on its analysis of how the county school system handled allegations of sexual harassment and bullying involving a former middle school principal. In the meantime, the school system released its own action plan update to address how anonymous complaints, employee support, and the promotions process should be handled. The report came out on the same day that Superintendent Monifa McKnight went public with a statement saying she'd been asked to, quote, step away from her job and that she would fight that action. The school board said it wouldn't comment since it's a personnel matter, but that McKnight remains on the job. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. The Associated Press, The Washington Post, New York Times, and others have called the race already in New Hampshire. Donald Trump wins the Republican presidential primary in New Hampshire, even as many ballots are still being counted. We're going to keep you updated here on WTOP tonight. Hope you can stay with us for the whole evening of uh, updates and analysis. Hypertrophic cardiomyopathy is a serious heart condition. Some symptoms include being short of breath, feeling tired, or having dizziness or chest pain. My HCM impacted how I felt and what I could do. So I asked my cardiologist about treatment advances that gave me new options. That conversation was big for me. That's why I'm working with Bristol-Myers Squibb to raise awareness about HCM and to help others like me. Talk to your cardiologist today and visit hcmrealtalk.com to learn more. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb. 808. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Bob Imler in the traffic center. Around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia, traffic continues to run without delay. All is quiet around the region now. On 50 out to the Bay Bridge, believe they are setting up tonight's work pattern there for maintenance, and so you should be down to one lane in each direction at the Bay Bridge as they set that up. On 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each without delay, we're in great shape up and down 270. And Virginia side running well both inside and outside the Beltway on 66. On 395 and 95, all's quiet at least as far south as Fredericksburg in the district. Canal Road still closed for downed wires between Fox Hall Road and Reservoir Road, but now really no delay as you are diverted up the hill onto Fox Hall Road as you're heading away from Georgetown. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Just into the WTOP newsroom, Joe Biden wins the Democratic presidential primary in New Hampshire. There was some question about that because his name wasn't even on the ballot. So his team launched a rather robust write-in campaign. But Joe Biden wins on the Democratic side. And minutes ago, the Associated Press projected Donald Trump wins 
on the Republican side. Updates and analysis for you throughout the night here on WTOP. Next, we turn to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. There is a very, very low chance, not zero, but a low chance we could have a little freezing drizzle or freezing fog in our northwestern counties early tomorrow morning. Temperatures will be dipping down to the lower to upper 30s across the area with a high temperature just shy of 50 degrees. Thursday, rain likely. It's going to be very mild in the lower 60s and then just shy of 70 degrees on Friday. Again, a better chance of rain throughout the day on Thursday with just some occasional showers coming our way on Friday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We'll talk about which part of our area is a leader in dealing with older office buildings. That's coming up on WTOP. But first, your temperatures. Here we uh, have 36 in Rockville, Ashburn 40, Fort Washington 38, and gradually falling to the freezing mark in many suburbs. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News, 10 and 40 past the hour as we check in with Jeff Claypaw. Home builder D.R. Horton with several subdivisions in Maryland and Virginia says home sales rose 35% last quarter. Verizon Wireless added 318,000 new wireless subscribers last quarter. It's first gain in a year. The D.C. Metro leads the nation for office building to apartment conversions. Almost 6,000 apartment units, twice what was in the works a year ago. The Dow lost 96 points Tuesday, but the S&P 500 closed at another record. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Let's take a look at the Asia-Pacific markets. A little bit mixed tonight. Australia up a fraction, but Tokyo stocks down half a percent. South Korea's Kospi is down about 1%. Speaking of South and North Korea, we have this just in to the WTOP newsroom as South Korea now is saying that there's been a new missile launch. South Korea's military says North Korea has fired cruise missiles into the sea. This is the first word we're getting of this, so we will continue to follow it for you. The Washington Post, Isaac Arnsdorf on the ground in New Hampshire tonight, where we now have projections of winners on both sides of the aisle. Joe Biden, the uh, projected winner as the Democratic uh, nominee, and again, trying to uh, get four more years in the White House. Donald Trump, the projected winner over Nikki Haley on the Republican side. And we've got some analysis for you straight ahead. The following is a paid message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. January is Poverty Awareness Month. Did you know that the poverty rate in the United States is 11.5%? With nearly 38 million people living in poverty, Especially as we begin a new year, we must remember to pray for and to act in support of our brothers and sisters in need, those who go to bed hungry, those who face financial hardships and paying bills or putting food on the table for their families, those who long for warmth, those who are unemployed or underemployed. We are reminded in sacred scripture that whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine, you did for me. May we resolve that this be the year we truly hear the cry of the poor and commit to help them always. Coming up later this half hour. What current drought conditions mean for how long your showers can be later this year? 
I'm Scott Gelman. Deanna got some really bad news from the IRS. They said, you owe quite a bit of money. They told me the possibilities of garnishing my wages, taking my house, taking my car. Deanna found out about Optima Tax Relief. They've resolved over a billion dollars for their clients. Optima Tax saved my life. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Details visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Now 814 and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thank you for being with us. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. If you did not want a Joe Biden-Donald Trump rematch in November, tonight's news will not please you as those are the projected winners of the New Hampshire primary. The Associated Press calling those races just minutes ago. Let's take you live to New Hampshire tonight. Isaac Arnsdorf, national political reporter for The Washington Post. Are you still in Manchester tonight, Isaac? Yes, I am. Well, well good to hear from you as always. What is the, uh, uh, shall we say, uh, uh, real-time reaction there as we've had both races called? So the final polls just closed uh, right here at 8 o'clock, and uh, we've got uh, we've got uh, projections that Trump and Biden are going to win. Now, remember that the Democratic primary does not count. Biden was not on the ballot. Uh, it was an unofficial write-in campaign, uh, but the Biden campaign is still very happy to see a, a sign of strength from him there, um, even though they were weren't officially competing. And then over on the Republican side, um, we can see that Trump is going to win. It's not going to be terribly close, but that margin matters a lot uh, in terms of what's going to be going forward, whether there's a path for Haley to stay in and fight it out. Um, and it's too soon to know what that, uh, how big his victory is going to be. Just to look at the current numbers here, it's 21% of the votes in, so obviously many ballots to count. Donald Trump, the projected winner at 53%, roughly. Nikki Haley, 46%. If it kind of stays like that, uh, what would you say versus maybe a little closer margin? Well, I mean, that would be closer than we were expecting from the polls. Um, so that would be an outperformance for Haley. And what this race comes down to is the turnout of Republicans and independents. Um, and based on our exit polls, it looks like that's about an even split of the electorate. So the Haley campaign succeeded in turning out a lot of non-Republicans to vote in the Republican primary, which is totally, totally allowed in New Hampshire, but it's still kind of a big ask. Um, and Haley really uh, dominated with those voters. So even if Trump comes out on top, even if she doesn't stop him here from uh, continuing on his march to the Republican nomination, uh, that's not what you want to see looking ahead to the general election in November, where, you know, Democrats and independents are going to vote too. And and as you say, it's early days and early minutes here, but uh, are you thinking the reaction to this is quite different than a little more than a week ago in Iowa when I kind of referred to it as a clap of thunder from Donald Trump uh, just saying, hey, everybody, I'm still here and I'm a very formidable candidate? Well, it's very different. You know, it's, uh, Iowa was just over 100,000 very committed Republicans who put in the time and energy to caucus uh, in sub-zero temperatures, um, whereas New Hampshire, uh, we're gonna, probably going to have record turnout above 300,000. And again, that includes um, swing voters who are late deciders. Um, and uh, overall, from the exit polls, we see a much more moderate electorate. So it really is speaking for a different 
segment of the electorate. Um, and that uh, tells a little bit of a different story about Trump's strengths and weaknesses. At this early stage, what can we say about Trump versus Biden in November? I, I suppose the current president really needs to see economic uh, figures and, and economic feelings among people go his way to be playing a much, a much stronger hand. Well, I mean, as you mentioned, when you ask Americans, uh, the majority of them say they do not want this rematch. And and yet here we are. That appears to be the path that we're on. So it's going to be a very unusual campaign in the sense that, you know, that they've already run against each other. They're very well known. Most people have already made up their mind about them. And by the way, one of them has uh, 93, sorry, 91 criminal charges against him, some of which might go to trial before the election. Isaac, thank you very much for checking in with us again. We appreciate your reporting. Thanks. Isaac Arnsdorf there, national political reporter for The Washington Post, right there on the ground in Manchester, New Hampshire tonight, where projections from the Associated Press and others are that Donald Trump will win on the Republican side and Joe Biden, despite not being listed on the ballot, will win on the Democratic side as a write-in candidate. It's traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, we're going back to Bob Imler in the traffic center. It is pretty quiet around the region. The rush hour long since cleared out, and traffic continues to run pretty well all over. Things are generally good to go on 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway in Maryland, and also pretty quiet up and down 270. Right now, not a whole lot happening on 50 out to the Bay Bridge, as they do have um, two-way traffic on the westbound span. Eastbound span is closed for tonight for the maintenance that goes on every night there. And in Virginia, on both 395 and 95, all is quiet. Traffic on 66 also runs without delay. Canal Road remains closed between Fox Hall and Reservoir with down wires. There is a crash on Seed Street uh, southwest, uh, and that is uh, near 3rd Street. In case you happen to be in that area, be alert for that. The Washington, D.C. Auto Show returns to the Washington Convention Center through Sunday, January 28th. Tickets at WashingtonAutoShow.com. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Okay, Bob, here is Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. We're tracking mostly cloudy skies here this evening, overnight, and throughout the day tomorrow. And in fact, there could be a little bit of moisture around early tomorrow morning. Watch some of the bridges and overpasses as it may be a little slick. We'll be starting out between 32 and 38 degrees. High temperatures for Wednesday afternoon, 45 to 50 degrees. There is a chance for a few isolated showers during the afternoon and evening. Better chance of rain on Thursday, pretty likely widespread rain from 6 a.m until 6 p.m. with temperatures topping out in the lower 60s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Manassas now 36 degrees, Metro Center 42, and Frederick, Maryland 39. Balmy in comparison to what we've had recently, but we're headed down to freezing overnight as we continue our gradual warm-up this week. Results continue to come in from the New Hampshire primary tonight. A special report on the way, but projected winners already. Donald Trump on the GOP side, Joe Biden on the Democratic side, despite not having his name on the ballot this year. It's 820. Stay with us. If you've been watching the NFL playoffs from the sidelines, there's still time to get in the game with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Dave Preston here, and new customers can bet this Sunday's conference championship games with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick up a W. Brace yourself for a little home cooking. Over the last 10 years, the home team is 16-4 and in conference championship games. So if you want to follow my picks, go to FanDuel 
available right now. Get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Presto to join today. That's FanDuel.com slash Presto. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Nikki Haley coming in second tonight in the New Hampshire primary on the Republican side. She's speaking to supporters in Concord, New Hampshire. Stay with us for a few of those comments. Home sales can get complicated. Maryland Congressman Glenn Ivey provides perspective on how the government and the real estate industry can work together in a recent discussion sponsored by Bright MLS. You also need enforcement when there is actual discrimination. It might be a redlining issue in a community, and we've had some of those pop up over the last few years. And sometimes the Department of Justice has to intervene on those or state officials. It's still a challenge. We still have to make sure that they have the tools to enforce those things. To watch the full discussion, visit WTOP.com and search Bright MLS. Home. It's a fundamental human right. Today, multiple listing services like Bright MLS ensure that all Americans have equitable access to every home available for sale. Without the MLS, fair housing can fall short, opening the door for discrimination and unfair business practices. Supporting the MLS supports an open, clear, competitive housing marketplace where everyone has the same opportunity to find a place to call home. To learn more about the value of the MLS, visit brightmls.com open. Nikki Haley speaking to supporters tonight in Concord, New Hampshire. She just congratulated Donald Trump, but then asked the audience if they thought the race was over. Let's listen. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. my sweet state of South Carolina. Nikki Haley speaking to reporters in Concord. Let's look at those numbers, though, which may be a harsh reality for the Haley campaign. Donald Trump with almost 53% of the vote. Nikki Haley, 46%. This is with about a quarter of the ballots counted. Let's get an overview tonight on what's been happening so far here on your election source, WTOP. CBS News Special Report, the New Hampshire primary. While the polls are officially closed in New Hampshire, where voters have cast their ballots for who they want as the Republican nominee for president. And CBS is projecting Donald Trump as the winner. Former President Trump supporters have been making their predictions, like South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, who told CBS's Robert Costa in his state it will be... By 20 plus. 20 plus. That big of a margin. Yes. What gives you confidence that it's going to it could be that big of a win for trump being born and raised in south carolina but former u.n ambassador nikki haley says regardless of the outcome she is staying in and then we're headed to my sweet state of south carolina and we're going to make the case there trump doesn't think she should pull out either i would never ask anybody to pull out i didn't ask ron to pull out i didn't ask vivek to pull out nobody cbs news special report I'm Stacey Lynn. One more look at the numbers here. Donald Trump, 52.5% of the vote. Nikki Haley, 46.6%. And again, we have three-quarters of the ballots still to count. On the Democratic side, an unusual situation. Joe Biden's name was not on the ballot, but he had a robust campaign to write it in, and he has won tonight uh, over Dean Phillips, 
uh, and Marianne Williamson. Unprocessed write-ins, as they say, 73% of the vote on the Democratic side. That is a win for Joe Biden, but not an official win, because as we say, his name was never on the New Hampshire ballot. Sports at 25 and 55. 825 and Rob Woodfork. Georgetown in need of a second half comeback at Capital One Arena. They would not get. In fact, it looks like their conference losing skid is going to continue tonight. Uh, Dave Preston live at Capital One Arena with the gory details. 305 to play in, reg- in regular.